0: Thank you for checking out this episode of Wiregrass Daily News Sports. You can find the podcast over at wiregrassdailynews.com or wherever you get your podcast. If you're on Apple Podcasts, please follow, rate, and review. Leave a review, and I will read it on a future edition of the show. And if you just leave four stars, you are just a straight-up hater. You can follow me on social media over at PJORDANSEC. You can email me at sportstalkfieldjordan at gmail.com. Welcome to Wiregrass Daily News Sports. This is
1: your daily look at sports in the Wiregrass and the Southeast. Dothan Wolves on 96.9 The Legend Producer, Philip Jordan, breaks the news, covers the games, and talks to experts in the Wiregrass and Southeast. And now, Philip Jordan.
0: Welcome in to the Wednesday edition here on Talking Sports on Wiregrass Daily News Sports. I'm your host, Phil Jordan, in-studio host and producer, Thutton Wills football and Auburn writer, for last word, on college football. And uh, Flying Solo, this is uh, no guest here on this Wednesday. And from time to time, we're not going to have a guest every single day here on the show. So sometimes we'll do that. I'll just jump on here for maybe 10, 15 minutes. Give my thoughts on some news of the day. Kind of like Colin Jordan's takes. Just kind of roll with it like that. And uh, as we are coming here on a Wednesday, last night on Tuesday night, the latest college football playoff rankings came out. And uh, we're going to discuss that. That's going to be the meat of this conversation. Also going to talk about some Auburn basketball. They had their opener on Tuesday night. I'll watch that. And then also some recruiting news for a player in the wiregrass. I kind of coverage area With up. Uh, high school football, but it also connects with Auburn football. So we will talk about that too here on the show. And hopefully down the road when we do ones like this, I can maybe get some feedback, some questions, some topic ideas, something to talk about uh, with people here on the show. But uh, anyways, let's jump into it. The college football playoff rankings came out again, the second one, on Tuesday And not a lot of change, especially when you look at 1 through 6. Number 1 is still Ohio State at 9 and 0. You have number 2 is Georgia. Uh, Number 3 is Michigan. Number 4 is Florida State, same as it was last week. And you still have Washington at 5 and Oregon at 6 sitting on the outside. Always kind of paying attention to that 5 and 6 spot. At 7, you have Texas. And then at 8, you have Alabama. Number nine is Ole Miss, and number ten is Penn State. And just we're going to a twelve-team playoff next year, so let's just go twelve. Uh, Eleven is Louisville. All right, now looking like the second best team in the ACC, and number twelve is Oregon State. So, who would I have right now? And I think Ohio State has a really good resume. I think the resume is a whole lot better than Michigan. I know some people out there will be promoting Michigan, and the committee was talking about. Tonight, that, that had no bearing. Uh, what's going on with Michigan on what they're doing here? Uh, they're ranking these teams by what to see on the field. Of course, for Florida State at 9-0. I, so I guess maybe you could debate, should it be Florida State? Should it be Washington? Florida State's got some solid victories. Not as good as they once were. The Clemson win is not as good. since Clemson now has four losses. And now LSU has three losses with their loss to Alabama. They lost to Florida State, of course. And they lost to Ole Miss. And they look Georgia defending champions, but they have playing better teams here of late to beat a really good Missouri team this past week. Uh, they've beaten some average to solid teams so far. And Michigan, the thing about them, they've been dominant, but they haven't played anybody. Uh, let's let's actually look at that. Uh, let's talk about that. Michigan, uh, I mean, the teams they have beaten, they've beaten East Carolina, UNLV, which UNLV solid. They're 72-team. Barry Odom was doing really good there with that team. Uh, Bowling Green, uh, they beat them. Rutgers, which Rutgers is a solid team, and the committee actually gave Ohio State some credit for that win because Rutgers has been good this year. Average team, uh, much better than they have been. Nebraska, they beat Minnesota, Indiana, Michigan State, and they beat Purdue. But now they do, they do have number 10 Penn State coming this Saturday. Then they'll play Maryland. Of course, they have. Ohio State. So when you look at it from the Michigan side of things, there's some big games coming up that can change your minds. Okay. Are they really this good? Are they really one of the best teams? We see how dominant they are, but they haven't played anybody. Now, with the Florida State Seminoles, right now, I mean, they the schedule they have, they should hold serve, at least until they get to today's championship game. Miami this week, Miami's a three-loss team. Miami's kind of, you don't know what you're going to get out of them. Then you have North Alabama, and then you have the at-Florida game. They're at the end with Florida. I mean, I know that's not one of the teams we're talking about here at playoffs, but they got LSU this week, Missouri next week, and then Florida State the following week. This is a team with five wins. They're 5-4, but they could be looking at 5-7. Losing that game is Arkansas really hurt them there. And then you look at Texas and Alabama. Obviously, Texas getting the edge there because they beat Alabama. Um, Now, Texas has not played great as of late. Um, They've had some struggles with some teams. Uh, They struggled with Kansas State uh, a few weeks ago at Houston. That was a struggle, too, as well. But they're without Quinn Ewers. They will be at TCU this week. They have Iowa State, and they have Texas Tech. So all teams they should beat, but who knows with how the Big 12 is going. You look at Washington and Oregon at the spots they are in. Of what they have left coming up, of course, Washington beat Oregon, and is number five team. That they're undefeated. They beat them by three thirty-six to 33 They do play Utah this weekend. That's a good team we know. They're at Oregon State after that. Then they have Washington State. For Oregon, looking at their schedule left, they have USC this Saturday at 9-30 on Fox. Then you have at Arizona State. Then they close the year out with Oregon State in that one. And of course, with Georgia, just kind of looking at where they stand, you got Ole Miss and Tennessee, two ranked teams, and then you close out Georgia Tech, and more than likely, let's just throw it out there, probably playing Alabama in the SEC Championship game. So that's that's kind of like what the layout is with a lot of this. Like I said, I would probably rank. I would put Ohio State at one, Georgia at two. I like it there. I would actually put Florida State over Michigan just because I think Florida State has beaten some better teams. Uh, and honestly, when you look at the schedule side of things, you could probably argue Washington over Michigan. But Michigan's been dominant. Washington's had some games where the defense hasn't played great. So we'll see. But here's the thing. You're looking at it if you're Washington or even Oregon, if you want to get back in this thing. Ohio State and Michigan are playing each other in a few weeks. So there's a good chance they could eliminate each other. Because If Georgia wins out, Florida State wins out, they're in. And Washington – you went out, you're in, and now you're looking at Ohio State and Michigan winner as being in the playoffs. So it's going to be interesting. Like I said, we got some big games this weekend. Uh, Georgia's playing Ole Miss. Uh, Ole Miss would one won loss there at nine. I mean, that's a pretty big climb for them. But you get an upset win over Georgia. Alabama, hopefully for you, they either stumble against Kentucky or against Auburn. And then maybe Ole Miss could get into the playoff that way. But they would have to have a massive upset over Georgia, which I'll see a lot of people coming that way. Uh, Michigan and Penn State this week, like I said again, Michigan in a few weeks. They will play Ohio State, and then Washington's got some big matchups too as well. So we'll see. We'll see how all this goes, but uh, we're going to be paying attention uh, to what these teams are doing. Now let's um uh, let's play a quick little minute and a half promo for you guys for some stuff going on over at Deja Strategies. On the other side, we'll talk some Auburn basketball and some recruiting news. Want a chance to see the Iron Bowl in person? Enter for your chance to win two tickets to the Iron Bowl on Saturday, November 25th. To enter, simply complete the form at 96.9thelegend.com. The winner will be announced on Friday, November 17th. 96.9,
1: the legend is your connection to classic country legend. But Digio Strategies has other options, too. News Talk 103.9 is your source for America's top news and entertainment shows, like Rick and Bubba in the Morning, Glenn Beck from 9 till 11 a.m., and Clay Travis and Buck Sexton, middays from 11 a.m. till 2 p.m. Sean Hannity, Lars Larson, Ben Shapiro, Matt Walsh, and others. Fill your day with the latest news and views from America's top conservative voices. America At night and coast-to-coast AM keep you company and connected throughout the night. Plus, Fox News, the Alabama Radio Network, and Wiregrass Daily News keep you informed with national, international, state, and local news. And with more musical choices like all the hits 1067 KMX, Today's Country 95.5 WTVY, and Music 1077. Digio Strategies gives you more choices and more variety. Listen on air, online, and on our apps. 96.9 The Legend is just the beginning.
0: All right, welcome back into the show. Uh, And as we kind of close out a couple things here, Auburn lost to Baylor in their season opener. Neutral site, 88 to 82. Baylor ranked 20th in the country. Auburn actually, I mean, they outplayed Baylor for most of this game. And kind of like an issue that was there last year at Auburn and should have been an issue here. Closing out the game, Auburn did not do that. They led 77 to 72 with 338 left. That's what the TV timeout. Baylor would go on to outscore Auburn 16 to 5, rest of the game. There's some bad shots. You got to give credit to Baylor defense. They made the plays too, as well, and they made the shots, and their offense was working. And like I said, Auburn just could not close the deal on Tuesday night to get the opening victory. Really, you know, when you look at the stats, kind of evenly matched here, Auburn. Shot 44%. Baylor shot 43%. They were both 9 of 19 from 3. A little bit more on that Auburn in just a second. Free throw-wise, Auburn was 17 to 25 for 68%. And then Baylor was 27 to 34 for 79%. So, Baylor got to the line more than Auburn did. And Then rebounds was even 45 to 44 in favor of Auburn. Auburn had more blocks with 10. And then uh, Baylor had 4. Auburn in the game... Look, I think a big thing here when you look at just from the Auburn standpoint of things, there are some positives to take away from this. Yeah, that's a loss. But you know, it's not like with football. Everybody knows this. Uh you have some losses early on. You're kind of figuring stuff out, figuring out your team. Uh Bruce Pearl's figuring out where to put certain players here on this team. So it's not reason to freak out. There's some stuff you can see in this game that you can take as positives for Auburn. Um Broom solid game. He was 4 for 10 from the floor, Sixteen points overall. He had 11 rebounds, just kind of what you expect out of him. That's a typical broom game here. And then he was 2 for 3 from 3-pointer. So, if he can add that element to his game, too, big, big for Auburn, which 3-point shooting was an issue last season for Auburn. They were not good at it. And a couple weeks ago here on the show, we talked to Blake Lovell. We brought that up. But Auburn seems to have some more capable shooters on this team. Freshman Aiden Holloway was good in this game. 16 of 15 from the floor, four of eight from three, 19 points. He also has six assists. Katie Johnson bringing the energy off the bench. That's one thing I'm really looking forward to him this year. He did this last year too as well. What he can bring to this team off the bench is going to be big, especially from an energy standpoint. When Auburn's away from home, where they're not feeding off that Auburn home crowd, uh, another newcomer, Denver Jones, had thirteen points, three five from three pointers. So Auburn's got some guys now that can shoot from three, and that's big. Um, we'll see how this team develops throughout the season. Defensively, they did give up eighty eight points. I don't think Auburn has to be a great defense to be an SEC contender this year, but just solid defense. And if this offense can go kind of how it did tonight, at least for the first thirty six minutes. I think Auburn should be okay. Uh, like I said, they got three point shooters. You got Broom up front. I mean, that's, just, and you also got, you know, Jalen Williams also. Uh, Auburn's got several good players on this team. Maybe not an individual great player. We'll see what happens with Holloway. Uh, like I said, the freshman played great. And I'm very intrigued to see how he develops and how he performs throughout the season and particularly early part of the year. And as Auburn just kind of figures out who they are and what they're going to be. Now for Baylor, got to give some. You know credit here Jacoby Walter a freshman 28.6 rebounds and he was four of seven from three that was a school record for Baylor for a freshman debut so that was a big reason why Baylor was able to come back and beat Auburn 88 to 82 on Tuesday night uh for the season opener now Auburn next game will be on Friday night at seven o'clock on SEC Network plus they will be playing southeast Louisiana that will be a home game for Auburn so they'll be be back at Auburn Arena, so uh, they should have that big crowd behind them on that one, and look, Auburn should be 1-1 one and one when we head into next week, and uh, we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about some Auburn hoops in Alabama, and Alabama plays on Friday night, too, as well, so we'll kind of keep you up to date what's going on with that, and then the last piece of little news before we get out of here, Andalus running back Jamarian Burnett now, over the last week On the 2nd of November, he decommitted from Auburn. Four star running back. He put up a post on X or Twitter, whichever one you want to call it, uh, that he was in a Missouri jersey. So it looks like he is now headed to Missouri. We'll see what happens there with Auburn. Auburn still doing some good work in recruiting, but that's kind of lots of news passed along that's kind of locally connected and also with Auburn, what's going on there. And that's going to do it here for me, guys. Just like I said, I only was going to spend about 15 minutes with you here today. Remember, you can find me on social media at PJordanscc, the podcast available at wiregrassdailynews.com or wherever you get your podcast. And uh, remember, if you're on Apple Podcasts, please follow, rate, and review. Leave a review. I will read it on a future edition of the show. And if you just leave four stars, you are just a straight-up hater. You can always email me at sports.philipjordan at gmail.com and check out all my written work over at last word on college football. Everybody has a great Wednesday. Be back on Thursday. We're going to be looking kind of behind enemy lines, previewing the Arkansas and Kentucky side of Auburn-Alabama's matchups for this weekend. We will have Connor Goodson from Razorbacks Wire coming back on the show for the Razorbacks Arkansas. ah, Sorry, cannot talk here. Uh, For Kentucky, uh, we will talk with uh, Kevin McGuffin. Five, four, three, two, one, go. And for Kentucky, well, we'll talk to Kevin McGuffey from Last Word on College Football. So it will be a good show on Thursday. And of course, Matt Lowe will join me on Friday. Anyways, hope everybody has a great Wednesday. Till next time. Bye bye.
1: Thank you for tuning in to today's Wiregrass Daily News Sports. Make sure to tune back in tomorrow for more of the sports you love in the Wiregrass. Check out the podcast at wiregrassdailynews.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Continue the conversation and connect with Philip on social media at P. Jordan SEC.